Welcome to the Elevate the Vibe podcast, bringing you juicy convos with thought leaders discussing the wild world of parenting. All right. Well, welcome to the Elevate the Vibe podcast. My name is Katie Berlin. I am the host of the Elevate the Vibe podcast and here with me is my hubby. Uh, We're going to give him the nickname of Forget to press record Jason Berlin co-host we just recorded half of this episode and we realized that we were not actually recording well if I can catch the audience up to speed about what we had done uh, I was telling Katie about how many wonderful monikers I had given her in our relationship I have about 3,000 or so terms of endearment and then she said that I really just recycled about six of them um Anyways, he's obviously heartbroken over this, Heartbroken. but, but, uh, so Jason has since becoming a dad, he thinks that he has all these like, you know, wonderful pet names for me that he uses and he's challenging himself daily to come up with something new, but I had to burst the bubble in that. I think he just uses six over and over and he's forgotten that. I think I got the dad brain. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of becoming a parent. Today, this episode, we are talking about birth prep. Now, if you have given a child, you know you're going to prepare. You're going to think you have an idea of what's about to happen. But there are so many different paths your birth can take. And nothing, literally nothing could prepare you. No amount of videos, no amount of classes, no amount of conversations can prepare you for the actual process. Regardless, if you give birth out of your vagina or if you give birth through a C-section or if by some other crazy way you give birth out of a different part of your body, who the fuck knows? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I thought there was literally only two ways to... I'm being inclusive here. Oh, okay. gotcha. Yeah. There's really nothing that can prepare you for the actual process. For any audience member who maybe hasn't tuned into previous episodes. I did give birth with our first son naturally through a midwife group at a birth center. I am expecting, I'm about eight months pregnant right now. Maybe by the time this airs, I might be nine months pregnant. Who knows? I may have already had the baby by the time this airs, but I am giving birth at that same birth center. We had the founder on the podcast. That was episode six. If you want to Tune in if you're interested in learning more about birth centers and midwife groups. That was BJ Snell from Beach City's Midwifery. Yes. In Long Beach. Yes. And when I made the decision to have a natural birth, I thought like, okay, like I'm, I'm healthy. I'm strong. I <laughs> took, the, you know, a, a good Bradley class, which was also an episode that we had. Leah Burquist, episode three. Yes. So talking about, you know, preparing yourself mentally, but outside of the mental preparation, there are items like specific items that you want to have within your grasp at your home for when you actually give birth. Now, one, one of the differences between a birth center versus a hospital is that with a birth center, you're headed home the same day. You're headed home a few hours later, four hours after you give birth max. Four they kick max. you out of there if you're beyond four hours. <laughs> if you're beyond four hours and if, if you're not at the place where you can head home, then you would need to be transferred to a hospital for yeah. continued care. 
Whereas a lot of people after they give birth, they might be in the hospital for like a day or two after. Maybe sometimes three days, I think, depending on... C-section, at least three days, right? Yeah, depending on the type of birth that you have. Yeah. So when we came home after the birth, we're going to we're gonna have a whole other episode on the birth story. From what I remember, Jason might be better at the birth story than I will be. But like I mentioned, nothing could have prepared me for it. But when I got home... There were a few items that I had in, in advance that I'm so glad that I had on my like beck and call to help me through the process. So get your pen and notepad ready so that you can take some notes here because Katie's got some great tips. And if you're squeamish or if you don't like to hear about bodily functions or vaginas or vaginas tearing or any of those type of topics I would recommend maybe like this is the time you hop off. But if you're like, I love hearing about vaginas and vaginas tearing. Yeah, I think we have some other episodes about puppies and candy cane to turn into <laughs> if you're too soft. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, we're, it's going to get real personal and pretty gross, but it's part of life. That Here we are. If, if you've made it into this world, you most likely have experienced this. So, or you were part of the experience. So, Today, Jason and I were out and about shopping for the some of the birth prep items. Now, when I say that, these are some physical, like material items that we have on hand that we bring home that we're going to have prepped in advance so that once baby arrives, this is all about self-care for mom afterwards. Like what you need to take care of yourself. And I'm not talking about take care of yourself, like get a massage and sniff some essential oils. No, I'm talking about like survival, survival of your beat up vagina, who's just been through like an insane battle. So first on the list, one of the top things that is needed, a lot of women, when they were about to have birth, have their first baby, if they would say like, Hey, what are some items that you need? Every time I'd say this, they'd be like, are you sure? This is something that is needed. Yes. And Jason, you had the nice joke there. You did it the first time. You forgot it this time, but... Well, it depends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about adult diapers. Now, you might think, why would you need an adult diaper after you give birth? Well, there are a ton of bodily fluids that are leaving your body after you have a baby, specifically from your vagina, which if your vagina tore completely to your butthole, you might just have one giant the butthole. I don't even know. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I need to keep my mouth shut on this one. <laughs> but anyway, you, there's just, there's a lot of fluid backing up a little bit. Something else I recommend, like highly recommend is that after you give birth, you have a lot of towels that you're going to use to lay down in your bed. So at night, because when you're sleeping, you begin to just excrete fluid. You gain weight during pregnancy. A lot of that weight is just fluid and your body needs to expel it. It needs to get rid of it in some way. And that happens through sweating specifically at night. And you can just lay towels down. I would say the large beach size towels that are great for wicking away moisture they're large they're sturdy 
they're they're taking care of business. Those are the type of towels that you want to have. Or like three by. sham wows, maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> They'll suck up anything. If if Billy Mays promoted it in the nineties, oh, it was Vince Shug. I don't remember who. The, but, <laughs> he yeah. was OxyClean. Okay. Well, anyway, keep OxyClean away from all privates. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Disclaimer: You don't want to put that, that near <laughs> wrong <anything>. pitch, man. <laughs> Bleaching assholes could be like a whole different. On the next week yeah. episode of <laughs> After You've Given Birth, let's get some OxyClean. <laughs> next on the list, after towels. Again, going back to Jason's joke of it depends. Our adult diapers now. Your body's excreting a lot of fluid. That also happens with your vagina. There's blood that's leaving your body. Uh, you had a placenta inside of there. The uterine lining is shedding. There's there's just a lot happening. So having adult diapers is really a necessity because there's so much that's leaving your body. So so much fluid. And who wants to like ruin their decent underwear? And by the way, you don't want anything tight or restrictive. So like get like five sizes larger than your normal size. <laughs> Depends. Today, I think I bought extra large. You got XLs. I, I don't even know if they're gonna f- f- quote unquote fit, but they're gonna they're gonna be fucking perfect. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, because you need space inside of your Depends or your Target brand XL diapers for the beloved pad sickles. Now, this is something that your significant other can help prep, because you know, as the person who's prego and doing everything, you're like. Well, goddamn! What, what, like, what are you doing here? You know, you just did one thing ten months ago, and now that's a, that was your big contribution. Ten like, seconds of, of, you know, whatever. Right. So, this is something your significant other can help with. Pad sickles. So, if you think about giant overnight maxi pads, preferably maybe the type even with wings. The bigger, the better. You take a whole bunch of those pads. You also grab aloe vera, and witch hazel. Alcohol-free witch hazel, if you can. You want to keep stingy substances away from Mm -hmm. sensitive parts. You put aloe, witch hazel on these pads, pads, you slide them into a nice giant freezer bag, and you stick them in the freezer. Every time you use the bathroom with your big depends on, if you haven't soaked through them and... What, you know what you may you may need a fresh depend you can line it with your pad sickle now it's frozen if it's cooling there's a good sensation there it brings relief to your swollen parts and you get a cooler and you put that cooler right next to the toilet so that those pad sickles are right hands distance away see i forgot about that and yeah. that that's a good yeah if your home is two stories or also, anything, regardless. You 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 want the shortest amount of distance between you and the padsicle and you and the bed. That's it. Yes, yeah. And in addition to the padsicle, another must for many women. Now, I was very fortunate. I did not have hemorrhoids after I gave birth, but that's pretty common. There is a product called Tux. I think they're like hemorrhoid cooling pads, but they're these little circular pads, kind of like kind of like a baby wipe but in the shape of like a coaster and you can just put those also in your pad and they have like same healing cooling properties. I mean, maybe you stick them in your diaper instead of your pad sickle, but all of these together create this like 
cornucopia of like healing, cooling ability for your, your very sensitive lady parts. And this isn't just true if you gave birth vaginally. Like there are so many women who push for hours and then end up having to get a C-section. They still benefit from this. Now, next on the list, in addition to your arsenal of like undergarments, something else that you want to have close by to the toilet where warm water is also in close reach is cleansing bottles. Um, some are some are even called like perennial or perennial, perennial. <laughs> every year or is that every two years? I forget. I mean, damn, if you're pumping out babies, they could be your... They per- could be perennial. Yeah. Uh, perennial cleansing bottles. I think a lot of hospitals give these out, but at the birth center, it was... I don't think they gave them out. I think we already had some, but they're just little clear plastic bottles. You fill it up with warm water and almost like a bidet, you kind of just use it to spray your nether regions very gently with the warm water so that you're not like taking, there is no fucking way if somebody tried to put toilet paper near my vag or my butthole that they would have left the room with their head on. Like it is too sensitive. Also, I tore... Thankfully, it wasn't like, you know, totally a crazy tear. But if you have stitches there, you don't want to like grind some, even if it's Charmin Ultra Soft, you don't want to grind up some Charmin Ultra Soft in your vag. Like you want it to be as comfortable as possible. So these little, (laughs) these little uh, perineal bottles, I definitely recommend having like one or two next to the toilet. You know, if your faucet's within reach, or, or, you know, get your significant other to fill them up when you're, when you waddle over, you know, when you're, when you're doing your little waddle to the bathroom afterwards, get them to fill it up with warm water for you so that it's definitely like this nice, gentle process on your lady parts. And, you know, guys, you've just seen your lady go through like the most, um, vibrant, horrific, incredibly beautiful, yet terrifying and wild experience of your entire life. So the least you can do is make sure that all of her items are prepped as well as possible so that her life is way easier because she's just gone through hell in a handbasket for you. Uh, and so, yes, prep those pads, get that, um, that bottle ready. Anything that she needs, you just be right there on call for her, especially those first like three or four weeks because it's, uh, it's a hard time and whatever you can do to help your lady out, you just do it. And it's, that's all it is, is that you just be there for her and get, get these items together and be on top of it. Now, everyone's birth process is a little bit different. And I think mine may have been a little more difficult than some others. So this particular uh, item on the list may not apply to you, but I had to get doggy pee pads to line from our bed into our master bathroom because even though I could hold my pee if I was laying down, if I stood up, pee would like trickle out. It, it Sometimes it wouldn't just be a trickle. It would be like somebody turned on a faucet. So important for anyone that maybe is at that, you know, has that experience too. We have hardwood floors. We don't want... um you know, to have like a big pee party on our hardwood floors. So 
line, creating that line. And they were really then easy to clean up and you could just like, you know, pick them all up, put them in a trash bag, take them outside, reline. Yes. It's a lot of waste, but it's short lived. And it's, it's like, you know, you don't feel very good if you stand up and men peas coming out of you. It doesn't make you feel very good to begin with. Cause you're like, what is wrong with me? Am I going to go back to normal? Like, is this normal? So if you're on that end of the spectrum, definitely recommend having those pee pads. And even if you're somebody that doesn't use them for that reason, you could get them to sleep on because again, you're, or like put them within your bed because again, you're sweating so much. There's definitely a use for them. Now on to our number one tip for postpartum when baby's just born. If you are a neighbor, a family member, a friend, anyone who is not the person giving birth or the immediate person helping the person who just gave birth, like spouse, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever. If you are anyone else in any other category and you know somebody who has given birth, the best gift you can give someone is having food delivered to their home. Number one. Number one, groceries that are ready to eat. No amount of like, here, you know, you have to make this. If you just showed up with like a platter of rice and beans, those people would be so excited. They don't want you to come inside. They don't want you to make food for them. They don't want to see your face. They just want you to bring food. And it's no offense. It's really just survival. You know, we had some friends send us bagels with cream cheese. You know, our next door neighbor brought over some fajitas she just had made. And like, we're both just like, yes, well, whatever. Just, you know, we were both just chomping at the bit for something we didn't have to do that was just ready for us. And that was incredible. There's so many people, they have good intentions. They want to help. They're like, hey, how could I help? Could I come over? Could I watch the baby? Could I? It's like... Your brain is so overwhelmed. You just need food to show up. Like you right. can't think about telling someone what to do. You can't you even, yeah, you, you can't don't even, even know give that. like yeah. what day it is, what hour it is, what is happening. You're just trying not to like pee all over your depends. You just want food to show up. So if you're somebody that maybe, maybe you live somewhere where, um, you know, it's not so easy for people to drop by to bring you food. But or... you can also Postmates from a distance. Katie's sister recently had a child and we Postmated her burritos from her favorite burrito spot 3,500 miles away from us. Well, and... No, what, what I meant is like if you yourself live in like a remote location. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like your friends and family are not just, it can't, they cannot easily stop by with food for you. A great tip is just to have... If you can have food items that are frozen that you can easily, somebody can easily heat up for you, like very easily heat up, like not a lot of prep. If it's soup or anything you can eat with one hand too. Like I remember like bars were like amazing at that time. Friends sent us groceries where there was like chopped up fruit, like some, anything like that. It's like really, you don't have to make it. You don't have to cut it. You just shovel it right Mm -hmm. into your mouth. Like, you know, that's the best type of preparation and gift that you can give somebody that's been through this. That's right. So on that note, 
after we give birth, if you are feeling super generous and just want to Postmates us a bunch of food. No, I'm just kidding. This but... was an entire advertisement for us to just get a little bit of free food here. Here's our address. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> uh, but really, the, the food is one of the most amazing gifts that you can give someone in that time. And, it, and like Jason said, the whole thought of like, yes, I love you, but like, I don't really need you to stop by to like do something. It's just, you're so overwhelmed Yeah. as a new parent. It's just so helpful to have food show up at your house. And if you can't have it just show up, like if you can't just Postmate or Uber Eats it, or somebody can just stop by to drop something off to you, having some items prepped or maybe like snack food items that are really easy to reach, to grab a big container, like a big hydro flask of water ready to go for yourself each day with a straw so like a baby sleeping, you don't have to move. Like you can just reach it, you know, get get your little straw, get your little sip, stick it back, baby sleeping on you. You don't want to move. That's why like one-handed foods are really great too. You want as much do not disturb as possible. So I'm sure there's so much more that I'm, I've already forgotten from the first time and that once baby's here, we're going to be like, oh shit, we need this and we totally forgot about it. But as of now... That's our that's our quick little master list for you. We hope you enjoyed that, and uh, stay tuned for the next couple episodes where we talk about our birth story, which is quite the adventure. Woo! All right. Peace out. Peace. Peace.